0: to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth. And uh, for those watching, uh, not just listening, you can see we actually have another in-studio guest. And um, he's actually been on the show maybe two three times maybe four times something like that it's been a while and actually three he times, was think. he was actually part of our 100th episode which has been years ago now but um we did a special 100th episode where we had uh, tips from experts 100 tips and we did 100 tips in 60 minutes and and uh, jason was one of our experts who came on and shared some of that with us but our guest this week is mr jason case he's an entrepreneur with extensive knowledge of digital marketing he has built several successful businesses and he's currently working on building a CRM and automation software that helps small businesses and franchise systems streamline their businesses. Jason, welcome back to Mister Biz Radio. Hey,
1: thanks, Ken. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so um, it's been a while since you've been on, and as we typically do during the first segment, uh, talking about your entrepreneurial journey. I mean, we talked about it a little bit in the uh, introduction there, but walk us through uh, some of your your entrepreneurial journey of what's brought you to where you're at now.
1: Yeah. So, I mean. Started back in 2007, 2008, when I really became into that entrepreneurial spirit. Starting in the printing business, believe it or not, um, had a kind of background in design, and I built that business internationally, shipping t shirts and custom printed items all over the world. Um, sold that back in 2014 and kind of started on the digital marketing path. Uh, never really knew I'd ever fall into that (laughs) that journey but um, that's I grew to love it building the printing business and actually had more passion for that than uh, printing and doing that stuff along the way so my wife I think was one of the ones that encouraged me to go down the path of starting a marketing agency and helping other people grow their businesses online and and do that so In that process, I kind of started a CRM, marketing automation software on the side and launched that back in 2018, 2019. Um, That was originally, well, I guess it was 2018. Mm -hmm. And the first year was a very large beta client and helped them grow from zero to 200 200 plus dealerships. In about 10 months uh 200 locations um and i mean when we started i was working with them there's probably like three of us and within a year grew to very large company board of directors and and so forth so at the end of that year we um kind of tested the software very heavily and launched out to the the rest of the market and that's kind of my full-time gig now so
0: Well, the interesting thing to me, Jason, especially with people who listen to the show regularly or watch the show, is that what I heard from all that was that you had a printing business, and because you had a printing business, you had to learn some digital marketing. And then you learned digital marketing, and you're like, hey, this is pretty cool. I like this better than printing. So then you went into digital marketing. As you're doing digital marketing, and as I recall, the the client that started using your CRM, you did some digital marketing for them, Correct. Yeah, I was
1: actually kind of acting as their head of marketing and fractional CTO, if you want to call it that, at the time. So, heading up their technology and um, marketing, but like within that like ten month year period, they grew so fast. I mean, they brought on a COO, a CTO. Uh, you know, I mean, it was super rapid
0: growth. Yeah. Well, so again, you you were doing digital marketing type stuff, CTO type stuff for them. And you're like, wait a minute. And they're like, hey, we need a CRM. And you'd kind of been dabbling with that a little bit in the background. Tell us a little bit how you got it, what, you know, what caused you to to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build this CRM <laughs> uh, software platform. Cause that's an interesting story too.
1: Yeah. Well I guess it goes all the way back to the um, printing days. And back then, you know, I had a CRM marketing workflow automation software back then. And it's like anything you start using it and you wish you had this and that yeah. and nothing, you know, ever perfect out of the box. So I just had in the back of my head someday, you know, I would, um, you know, kind of maybe go down that route and build my own software. Well, it just happened when I sold the business, I was like, okay, well I got a little bit of extra cash. We'll pit towards this and, you know, start building it on the side. And, and that's, how it started you know and i knew the importance of having a software to automate a lot of things and i think as much as i was drawn to the marketing side of things i was probably equally equally aligned with just streamlining your business right like keeping things organized automating as much of the routine processes as you could and you know i just i i kind of was frustrated with the flaws of some of these other systems where you know sometimes the automation would add more more work than actually simplifying things. So yeah,
0: it fixes these two things, but now you have to you have another piece right. over here you need to automate because it messes that up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh interesting stuff. So um I, I should mention that's how Jason and I met um back in gosh, we we probably met in 2016, 2016, I was gonna say yeah. yeah um one of his business partners and I had met him in a networking a local networking event um came in and met with Jason and him and then it's funny how it all happened and then I ended up becoming one of Jason's clients um and you know kind of was working with him with all that stuff and so like I said he's been on the show uh, several times and then uh, I've seen the, the evolution of his processes as he's going through this whole you know sort of journey and using uh, and developing the CRM system, which I also am a customer and use and have used for uh, a few years now. Um, So let's talk about that a little bit. So uh, thepaulspot.com is the website you can go to check out more about this CRM system we're talking about, but he's being way too humble because he developed this and he's a tinkerer. And so he develops it, and then he'll have a client that comes on and they go, oh, man, this kind of stinks because we wish it would do do this. And Jason says, oh, we'll fix that. Um, How many times has that happened since you've had the, you started Pulse? Quite a
1: bit. But (laughs) I, I'll say I was probably more flexible in the first year, obviously, with the big client than I am now, Yeah, just because I had the vision Mm -hmm. that we go, you know, the end vision kind of in mind. And obviously you pivot a little bit along the way, but, but at the same time i try not to steer way off path because mm-hmm. you know that's not really going to achieve you know your end goal of and throwing you off the track. so sure. so i'm a little bit more uh you know um hold my ground a little bit more on that now but yeah w- we do as long as it's like aligns with our our all of our customer base then i absolutely will consider it and we we customize things to
0: that yeah and i didn't mean it. what i meant by that was you're you've constantly been optimizing it over the last few years and you probably gotten to a point now where you're like i'm pretty comfortable with this thing you know you've developed some things and some different integrations yeah um and yeah. so you're pretty comfortable with it
1: yeah oh yeah 100 percent. i mean yep and we've learned a lot over the years working with everything from one person you know businesses all the way up to a hundred million dollar plus businesses so yeah. it's um a wide array of businesses, but learned a lot over those years of, you know, what each type of business needs and each of these different industries and based on the size and how we can help them, you know, and that's, I think, where the real reward comes in of, like, taking somebody that might have used another CRM system in the past, but, you know, how systemize things for them in the future. So.
0: Yeah, we're going to hit a break here. We'll come back talking with Jason Case, ThePaulSpot.com. If you would like to reach hundreds of thousands of business owners every week, Mr. Biz Radio can help. Our show airs globally seven days a week for more than 25 hours across several internet radio stations plus 20-plus podcast platforms. Also, video exposure on the new exclusive Mr. Biz Network streaming channel, which gets blasted to 100 plus streaming platforms and the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and our 350,000 social media followers multiple times every week. Join Mr. Biz Nation as an advertiser by emailing us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash Mr. for this exclusive offer. question for Mr. Biz you want answered on air? Email it to info at mrbizsolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to the show. It is time as always at the top of the second segment for the Mr. Biz tip of the week. I actually got this. um, It's not a direct quote, but I got this idea uh, from Jesse Itzler. Um, Those of you guys who listen regularly or watch regularly know um, uh, I admire him a lot, actually just got some time with him, uh, some one-on-one time with him, uh, recently at, at an event down in Florida, but it made a lot of sense to me. So a lot of times, you know, you set goals and you go, uh, you know, gosh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And you go through a day and you just have a crappy day. You don't get done. I'm going to make 10 phone calls a day, let's say. And you go through a day and you don't make any phone calls. You just have a really bad day, really crappy day. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh crap, I totally missed my goal. And his whole thing is establish a weekly goal approach. So in that scenario, if you're going to make 10 calls per business day, you're going to make 50 a week. If Monday comes and goes, you make zero. Well, okay, don't worry about it. You got four days to make 50 calls. So now you make, you know, 12-ish per day and you can still reach your goal on a weekly basis. Don't don't sweat missing out on Monday. It's okay. Take more of a weekly approach. I don't fault yourself if you fall short on a particular day. Um, just you know, use the other five or six or four, however many days. it uh, depends to reestablish that goal on what I need to do to get there and, and increase your volume for those days and still get to that goal and think of it more of on a weekly basis. So um, I thought that was pretty powerful. It keeps you from beating yourself up and saying, oh my gosh, and really getting discouraged uh, keeps you kind of on pace with with uh, with your goals and everything. So that is the Mr. biz tip of the week. Again, this week, we're talking about Mr. Jason Case. Uh, find out more about the CRM system we're talking about, Pulse, uh, at com. That's dpulsepot.com. Um, So, Jason, I guess let's talk a little bit more about Pulse. So, Pulse not only works for, you know, you mentioned at the end of the last segment, you know, I am I, I limited employees. I got contractors, et cetera. I'm a pretty small operation myself, and I've been using it. It works for me. You've got franchises you work with. This is pretty, pretty operationally uh, broad based, uh, you know, application.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we first got started with the, the first business, it was a dealership model. So similar to a franchise model. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we got down that path. So we do have a a module that we can enable for franchise um, type systems that have multiple locations and they want to kind of control all their locations to be able to, easily share like assets such as like pre-built automations with them, pre-built email campaigns. Um, also see all the data from those franchises to help them, you know, perform better and and analyze that in real time where a lot of franchise systems just don't have that. So uh, we've involved that over the years quite a bit. And uh, recently we were getting, I guess not, we were getting other businesses that weren't, actual franchise, but multi-location business. And actually just recently, uh, towards the end of the last year, um, not even a multi-location business, they were a software business that um, sold software to business coaches. And each of those business coaches were on that. So they're independent businesses themselves uh, and they wanted to use the same model. So we have actually customized that quite a bit over the years um, and I've recently been able to to customize it so it's like a click of a button um, a business can sign up and uh, adjust those settings within their admin account to be whatever wording they want to use. So mm-hmm. it's not franchise specific. It can be, you know, whatever their model of their business is, but still be able to use that multi-location approach or multi-account approach to be able to share like pre-built workflows and assets with with these different accounts, um, and it's it's worked out really well for us. It's a it's a great business model in RM because once you land one of those accounts, you know they bring on you know different subscriptions underneath them. Um, but it's a win-win for everybody because f- you know for for those types of businesses, for franchise businesses, or or businesses like the one I just described, it's very easy for them. Like once they're up and running, to bring on these new accounts, sure. you know, it's a it click of a button. Well, actually not even a click of a button, everything's loaded in when, when that account's signed. Yeah. Out,
0: so. I, you know, I, I should have mentioned, so we're going to talk in the next segment. Uh, we're going to dive a little bit more into that. We're going to talk about using automation to increase productivity, um, using digital marketing to close more sales, uh, uh, employ, or not, well, employee retention. It could be for that too, as well, but, as well, but customer retention, things like that. We're going to dive into that in next segment. But um, the interesting part to me, think about if you have in the, so I've obviously seen demos of the, the the multi-location version of Pulse. And what's interesting to me as a numbers nerd is being able to see, you know, I'm even thinking about know um, someone we know here locally that used to own uh, five or six different restaurants around mm-hmm. town, being able to see those real-time statistics and say, gosh, what's working in Westerville? Why is it working so well in Westerville? Why is the Gahanna location not doing as well? And, being able to share why it's working well in Westerville with Gehanna like really quick, yeah. not a month later, not six weeks later. Well,
1: I can actually uh, tell you how important it is. One of the accounts that we were working with, we got real-time reporting set up in their business, and they were using Excel sheets before. Um, I mean, everybody's is familiar with that process. Yeah. It's just very time-consuming. Sure. Manually entering that data all the time, and then... If you enter that data wrong, it throws your reports off as of you know,
0: yeah.
1: huge. Um, where when you set that up in a CRM system and you keep that process automated, as long as it's set up right, then there's no no foul up, right? Sure. Like that data is updating real time. We set that up for an account. And once it was set up, we saw a flaw like where they thought their best performing ad campaigns were actually their worst. And we presented it to the COO once we had everything set up and they're like, no, those numbers can't be right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm positive, positive. double check those numbers that those are okay. So we went through everything, double checked it with the COO, she was blown away. And <laughs> she uh, put it by the COO so the next morning I followed up with her, uh, see what they wanted to do with things. and and how that meeting went with the CEO. And she's like, uh, we fired that (laughs) marketing agency. It saved them $10,000 a month. And they're able to allocate that $10,000 to their better performing marketing channels, which they understood once they had that data, I mean, it made a huge difference. And having that stuff updated in real time where you don't have to manually input data or, miss it because a lot of times you just don't have the time to do that. So then your reporting falls back. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, so it's, it, it works super well for a single, you know, entity business, obviously, but especially in a multi-location. And again, I'm just thinking myself, like seeing the dashboard and knowing what it looks like and being able to put whatever you want on the dashboard, you customize the dashboard, the things that really move the needle for you, whatever your role was in the, in the organization and being able to see those things very quickly. I mean, think about that, guys, 10 grand of reallocating $10,000 of marketing spend. And if you're getting, you know, whatever, one and a half, two, three times uh, return on that, think about the impact that has on sales just by figuring that out quickly and not crapping through money over three, four months. I mean, it's super powerful. We're going to hit a break here, guys. Again, we're going to come back. Jason's going to give us, you here all his, his expertise in these areas with different types of businesses, especially now working with Pulse and all the different types of industries he's working with. He's getting even more experience with this stuff, but we're gonna talk about how to use automation to increase productivity, uh, use sales and marketing automation to close more sales, and then using uh, increasing customer retention by using a CRM. And I know that sounds obvious, but man, there's a lot of super powerful ways that are very similar to what we just talked about. So come back after the break on Mr. Biz Radio. How would you like to have direct access to Mr. Biz to help you run your business more profitably and more efficiently? At MrBizSolutions.com, you get live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also several of his hand-picked and trusted business experts, each with 20-plus years of experience to help you optimally manage and grow your business. That's just the start of where Mr. Biz Solutions begins. Learn more at MrBizSolutions.com. That's MrBizSolutions.com. Check out all three of Mr. Biz's best-selling books at MrBizBooks.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. And I should mention again, you can find out more about Pulse, the CRM system we've been talking about at ThePulseSpot.com, ThePulseSpot.com. Go out and check that out. Anyone who's paying attention and doesn't skip through the commercials may have noticed between the first and second uh, segments, there's actually a Pulse commercial that runs on Mr. busy Radio. You guys have probably heard it before. Uh, it's funny, Jason hasn't heard the spot for a while. And during the break, he was like, I need to update that a little bit. We need to fresh up a little bit. So uh, interesting having Jason being on this side of things, you know, uh, hearing it uh, in real time. So so Jason, talk to us a little bit about how you can use automation to do to, to some of the things I mentioned, especially with increasing productivity and things like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean the last scenario I just explained about reporting, you know, obviously that's a bigger company, you know, spending a lot of money on advertising, but you can use that for small businesses as well. Like one scenario, um, I was just meeting with a client last week that just came on and they were setting up their KPIs to track, you know, how many meetings were booked per week, right? To to meet their KPIs and um, how many meetings, you know, actually lead to closed business, you know and and we have a, a unique reporting module where you can set up custom formulas somewhere to Excel, but you're using the data inside of your CRM system or you've even bringing in outside data um, and makes it update real time. So you know you don't have to be a big business to leverage that that real-time reporting scenario. It's just understanding your goals, right? Like you were talking about earlier, right? Like how many, you know, calls I need to make this week. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great, but you also need to attribute that to how it's working to acquire customers, sure. right? Yeah. And being able to look at each of your strategies or channels that you're doing and how it's performing. And and yeah, so our system obviously automates that process once you get that set up and and helps out, but there's a lot of other scenarios too from um, I'm thinking like one of the, the easiest things that a lot of businesses just don't implement is feedback referral campaigns. Mm. And it's such an essential one. And it's probably one of the easiest things to grow your business. If you have a, a, a group of customers or your established business, putting automation in that process. So, uh, we have kind of like a pre book campaign that we can put in place and, you know, you can customize the wording however you want. But the way it essentially works is, you know, once you're done with a job or if you're a, you know, service-based business, maybe after you've done business with them after a few months, you trigger this and it sends back a feedback request. And then based on the feedback that you get from that person, we use automation and decision conditional logic to send them down the path, right? Mm-hmm. So if yeah. they leave positive feedback and say they would recommend you, that automatically dumps them into a campaign and then asks them for a Google review or um, and then introduces them to a referral campaign, right? And incentivizes free referrals, completely automated. Where if you're trying to do this stuff manually, you just not going to do it. Right. I mean, if you ask any business how, like they say, majority of business comes in from word of mouth and you ask them well great how are you doing that right listen it it just happens right but if you put processes and automation behind that that's like a easy strategy to increase your annual annual revenue if you're an established business Um, and then obviously if for some reason you get negative feedback you don't send them down that (laughs) route you send them down another route which would create a task for Whoever is working with that person to follow up with them, see if you can, Mm -hmm. you know, make things right. Um, Things do happen sometimes. And then if you grow, things slip through the crack, but that makes sure that you're catching that stuff, try to make it right. And, you know, um, helps.
0: Well, so two things I'll mention. So this statistics, I think about four years old now, so it's probably a little different, but uh, one thing that people overlook so often, and it touches on what Jason just mentioned, 62% for a small business, small and medium-sized business, 62% 62 percent of new revenue comes from existing customers That's in the form of them getting a you getting a deeper wallet share with them but also referrals And if you don't have a system in place to do that and especially automated like he's talking about this is completely automated there's it, it's no touch so you're you're tapping into that additional 62 percent with almost no effort whatsoever and then customer retention you know if you in, in that scenario where it's automated and it automatically goes when someone's ticked and says, I'm not happy with it. This sucked and whatever. And so you obviously you don't want to refer. But you can you can rectify that situation, possibly, and it gives yeah. you that feedback until unless if you don't have that in place, someone's pissed. And then they don't, you don't you don't follow up with them. And then you don't find out until they cancel and they yeah. go, We're done. And you're Makes going oh, to like, And they're like, forget it. It's too late. I've already got a new one. Right.
1: Makes the customer feel like you care. We've actually taken that a step further over the last uh year or so with a few of our clients. Um with handwritten cards. So there's a number of companies out there Mm -hmm. that use robots to actually write the cards with ink pens. So I'm sure like a lot of people are familiar with like send out cards or companies like that, but you can tell they're printed cards. Like Mm -hmm. uh, it came actually through a press and was printed. These actually use an ink pen to write the cards but we can completely automate that process. So we put s- steps in the automation of referral campaigns. So if a uh, referral leads to close business, that automatically triggers automation to send an email out. But then automatically triggers um, an uh, API call to send out this handwritten card, <laughs> where Crazy. you know it's personalized too because we're sending that data from the CRM, personalizing mm-hmm. that card, um, thanking them for the referral to. Sally Sue or whoever, and it blows people, right? I mean, that's like how you can really personalize things with automation and making things authentic. It's great. You can also take that a step further, not just with referral campaigns, but also with um, like maybe sending out handwritten cards to your top 100 clients every year, you know, just thanking them Mm -hmm. for their business and how much you appreciate them and stuff like that. Because it actually looks like you wrote the card. Sure. Unless they know my handwriting. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't
0: do it. Yeah. Well, but and I think that the powerful piece of that is, you know, I talk about this all the time, is you just got to be, well, hopefully you're a lot, but even to win business, to keep business, you got to be a little better than everybody else. You got to be a little better in your competition. To attract the best employees, you have to be a little better as an employer, as to become an employer of choice. As an example, in this case, to be, to keep business, if you're in a highly competitive business, I mean, how many people send out handwritten cards, but when you get them, how do you feel right? I'm not a big warm and fuzzy kind of guy or whatever, but yeah, I think it's kind of cool because no one else does it. It's that little extra thing that kind of pushes you over. Makes you feel appreciated. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Because again, people don't do it. You know, if anything, you get an automated email or something like that. Right. Getting that is like that extra step that just takes things, uh, you know, that much further. Um, Good stuff. Again, thepaulspot.com. Go out to thepaulspot.com. So Jason, we're running out of time here, but I got I got a I got a kind of a personal question, not super personal, but um if you were gonna be deserted on a desert island, what is one thing that you would take with you? Not family, not my wife, not my my son, not ah, man. what's one thing that you would like have to take with you? Deserted island caught me off guard uh, <laughs> that's the beauty of it man <laughs> water <laughs> there you go see practical this guy's just, <laughs> he's a problem solver man yeah yeah i mean that's a good point that question is interesting because um to me at least it is because a lot of people were like oh i'd take you know i take a radio so i can listen to music i'm like well you're in the middle of the ocean maybe you can't even get a signal like that might not work and um, well, I take my cell phone. Well, you're only good until your battery dies, right? There's no place to charge it, you know, right. but you have a very practical answer. <laughs> uh, again, we've been talking this week with Jason Case, go out to thepulsespot.com, thepulsespot.com. Jason, thanks so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. become part of mr biz nation follow him on all social media platforms or never miss a show by going to mrbizradio.com if you prefer free video content visit the mr biz youtube channel or check out his streaming channel which is available on 100 plus streaming platforms at mrbiznetwork.com